Are you dealing with the trials of a difficult marriage or going through a separation or divorce? Welcome to the club, friend. Life is messy and it can be hard. I'm Jen Zingmark, a Christian life coach, and I have good news for you. There is a path to find hope, healing, and happiness, no matter what your circumstances are, and I can help you find joy in your journey. So let's go. Hey, y'all. Welcome back for more Gen Juice. I hope you had a fabulous Christmas and holiday season. Mine was really nice and low-key. We stayed home, and my oldest son and daughter-in-law came home, and all of the rest of my children are already here. So we were all together this year, and it was just wonderful. There is nothing better than just being together with my husband and all of our children, especially when everyone is all under one roof. And it was just lovely. We did get together with both of our extended families too, and that was super nice. And we have big news in our family. We just found out that my son and daughter-in-law are pregnant, and we are so excited. We have one grandson who is eight years old, and this little angel will be our first granddaughter. And we're so excited. My daughter-in-law isn't feeling 100%, so we didn't make a lot of plans, which is not the norm. I usually plan activities and outings for every day that we're together. But it was actually really nice to just be together without a lot of plans. We played a lot of card games and board games. We play all sorts of games, but we're all a little bit obsessed with Lost Cities right now. So if you haven't tried that one, check it out. And of course, we played pickleball every day. We just can't get enough of it. And I love playing with all of our kids. It was just so lovely. And I'm just basking in the afterglow of a wonderful holiday season. And I hope that you are too. Everyone has gone back home now or gone back to work or school. And I'm back at work and I'm thinking about you. It is the eighth day of a brand new year. And I'm wondering, how are your New Year's resolutions going? Research says that only 9% of Americans who make resolutions actually complete them. And in fact, 23% of people quit their New Year's resolutions by the end of the first week. So if you're still working on yours, you're killing it and keep it up. Almost half of the people who make New Year's resolutions, 43%, quit by the end of January. And I don't want you to be one of them. So I want to talk about how to reach your goals today. I've always been a goal setter. I love setting goals and achieving them. I'm also a list maker. Almost every day, I have a list or even several lists of things that I plan to accomplish that day. And I love crossing things off my list. And if you're a goal setter, you can relate to this. But Everyone can be successful at reaching goals, even if you haven't been a quote unquote goal setter before now. Today, I'm going to share my best tips for setting and achieving your goals. So we can all be in that 9% of people who actually complete our New Year's resolutions. I know that you can do it. So let's do it, friends. I'm going to share some of the best achievement strategies that I've learned from other people, as well as my favorite practices and strategies that help me reach my goals. 
My first tip for you is choose to be a goal setter. It may come naturally for you or it may not. Either way, you can choose to be a goal setter. This is basically you deciding and telling yourself that you will set goals for your life and then hold yourself accountable for them. This may seem like an obvious step, but it's not. It's important that you choose to improve yourself and your life. It's a mental shift that puts you in a place of empowerment. James Clear in his book, Atomic Habits, teaches why this is true. He says, habits create freedom. They do not restrict your freedom. People who do not have their habits figured out are often the ones with the least amount of freedom. For example, the people who do not control their spending often have the most amount of debt. Habits do not restrict your freedom. They actually give you more freedom. The people who do not have their habits figured out actually have less freedom. So interesting. You already have habits and ways of thinking and doing things in your life. Choosing to be a goal setter is becoming empowered to change the ways that you think and behave for the better. And I'm not talking about doing a 180 and changing yourself completely all at once. I recommend that you start small. Just start. I definitely recommend that you have big goals. And this is something that we work on in my coaching program, Faithful Divorce. Start with your goals for your life in general. What do you want your life to look like in the future? Spend some time thinking about this and be as specific as possible. I'm going to give you some questions to think about to help you figure this out. What makes you happy? What does success mean to you? What do you want from your life? What are your priorities? What do you want to change about your life, about your body, about your mind, about your spirit? What are some things that you want to do? Do you have a bucket list? And how do you want your relationships to change? Do you want to get remarried? Do you want to share your life with someone? Answering these questions will help you discover your long-term goals, one or five or even 10 years into the future. And then break those down into shorter term goals that you could accomplish in two or three or six months, and then break them down even more. Tip number two, visualize yourself accomplishing your goals. Create a vision board. Take the time to visualize what it will be like when you reach your goals. What will your life look like then? This is something that I've just recently started doing in the past few years, and I love it. If you can dream it, you can see it. And if you can see it, you can live it. I love using vision boards. Being able to see a reminder of what you want in your future is motivating, and it actually pushes you towards your goals. Vision boards are just a physical reminder of what you're working to achieve. So a good vision board can provide you with picture symbols of what you want to manifest in your life. And there is real power behind this. It is important that you visualize yourself in the future, reaching your goals, accomplishing your goals, living the future life that you want to have. Olympic athletes are actually trained to visualize themselves competing in their events. Emily Cook is a U.S. freestyle ski team member, and she is quoted as saying that she engaged all of her senses in her visualization. She moves her body as if she's skiing down the slopes. 
She fills the air, blow through her hair, and she hears the roar of, of the crowd as she crosses the finish line. Olympic athletes practice competing in their minds daily, imagining every aspect of their performance. And studies have shown that you can literally gain muscle by visualizing yourself working out. Of course, this applies to non-athletes as well. So visualization is a powerful source of motivation. So practice visualizing yourself living in your future life, accomplishing your goals, looking at your vision board. Imagine what it will feel like, smell like, taste like, sound like when you reach your goals. This is a powerful practice. Tip number three, break down your larger goals into manageable size goals that you can accomplish in a shorter time frame. James Clear in his book, Atomic Habits, recommends setting small incremental goals. He calls this the 1% incremental change approach. This approach is based on the concept of the 1% rule, which states that small improvements consistently applied over time lead to remarkable results. He says this strategy puts the math squarely in our favor. Habits are compound interest of self-improvement. If you can get just 1% better at something each day by the end of a year, you will be 37 times better. In the book, he shares the story of the British cycling team to illustrate this. In 110 years, no British cyclist had ever won the Tour de France until they hired Dave Brailsford, a performance coach, and his strategy was different from all the previous coaches. He was committed to a strategy he called the aggregation of marginal gains, which is the philosophy of searching for a tiny margin of improvement in everything you do. So Brailsford is quoted as saying, the whole principle came from the idea that if you break down everything you could think of that goes into riding a bike and then improve it by 1%, then you would get a significant increase when you put them all together. And in just five years after Brailsford took over, the British cycling team dominated the road and track cycling events in the 2008 Olympic Games in Beijing, where they won 60% of the gold medals. And during the 10 years after he took over, British cyclists won 178 world championships and 66 Olympic or Paralympic gold medals and captured five Tour de France victories, which is widely regarded as the most successful run in cycling history. So instead of striving for immediate drastic changes, this approach focuses on making incremental improvements every day. By breaking down your goals into manageable tasks, then you make steady progress and develop powerful habits that become automatic. James Clear teaches that forming habits is the way to continually improve. And I agree. One of my habits that has helped me reach my goals is using a calendar and planning my schedule. It sounds simple, but just looking ahead to the next day and reviewing and planning my day at least one day in advance is huge. Habits work. Habits form the foundation of our actions and our actions shape our outcomes. By identifying the habits that align with our goals, you can consciously develop a routine that will help you reach your goal. So as you're setting your goals, 
Focus on small, consistent improvements and create habits that align with your goals. If you do this, you will make steady progress towards your goals. And according to research, it takes 21 days to fully form a new habit. I talk all about this in last week's podcast episode, number 101. So if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen. I teach you all about how to do this and even include a PDF download to help you do it. So tip number four is to track your goals. Make it a habit to review your goals at a specific time every week or month, like each Sunday or the last Friday or the first Monday of every month. Write down your goals, type them up and print them out if that works best for you. I have my goals on the wall in my office and I see them and read them several times a day. Also set specific dates or deadlines that you want to reach your goals by. John Acuff in his book, All It Takes is a Goal, says a real goal is assigned a time on your calendar. And if your goal doesn't have a date connected with it, it's just an idea or a wish. So when you're planning your schedule for the next day, make time for the things you want to achieve. You can't just hope that you'll fit it in sometime or it will not happen. Tip number five, do the biggest, hardest, or most difficult or most important thing first every day. Brian Tracy calls this eating the frog in his book, Eat That Frog. Great book. I highly recommend it. This is another simple way to make sure you accomplish the most important thing you need to do every day. This is another hack that works for me. Okay, tip number six, have an accountability plan. Hold yourself accountable and get other people on your team to help you reach your goals. When it comes to holding yourself accountable, you need to be your own best friend. You want to encourage yourself to stay on track and remind yourself how far you've come. Hold yourself accountable, but do it from a place of love and a desire to see yourself become the best that you can be. This is an important aspect of reaching your goals. You can't make lasting changes in your life from a place of self-hate or loathing. It must come from a place of love and self-acceptance. Remember, you are not alone. Getting other people on board to help you stay on track can make a huge difference in reaching your goals. So make sure you join my Facebook group, Joy in Your Journey community, and connect with other faithful men and women dealing with divorce and doing the work of growing better in their divorce journey. And if you want personalized, specific help, work with a professional. A coach is the best choice. A coach can give you exact recommendations that are specifically tailored for you. And as an impartial observer, a coach will honestly tell you how you're doing and where you're off track. So if you're looking for new tools and strategies to overcome the obstacles that you're having in your life and move past failure and realize your goals, then working with the right coach can make all the difference. And I would love to be your coach. I invite you to join me in Faith-Filled Divorce, and we will work together to transform your life over the course of the year. Let's do this together, friend. So let me review the six tips that I have to help you reach your goals. Number one, choose today to be a goal setter. Number two, visualize yourself accomplishing your goals and create a vision board. 
Number three, break down your long-term goals into manageable goals that can be accomplished in a short time frame. Number four, track your goals and make it a habit to review them at regular intervals, either every week or every month. Number five, do the biggest, hardest, most difficult, or most important thing very first every day. And number six, have an accountability plan. Hold yourself accountable and get other people on your team. So let's do this together, friend. The only person that can stop you from being successful in reaching your goals is you. Your life is what you make it, and you can grow better because of the trials or challenges or divorce that you have experienced in your life, and I will help you. Now is the time to learn the tools, skills, and strategies that you need to change the trajectory of your life forever. I am so excited. For 2024, it's going to be an amazing year. I'm excited that you're here with me. Let's reach our goals together, friend. I know we can. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Bye, y'all. If you're ready to dive deeper into this work and learn the tools and the skills you need to change the trajectory of your life forever, go to ldsdivorce.com and sign up for a free consultation with me. This is just the tip of the iceberg, my friends. There is so much more. I would love to work with you and be your life coach.